What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two, season one, episode two, I should say, of the Triple Thrift Podcast, starring the three amigos. That would be me, Drew from Profit Monsters, Josh, Joey, Joey. (laughs) you got all three of us, Joey, you introduce yourself. Joey Bada Bing 22, your local mailman, and just got off of work, getting ready for this podcast. Next. And your boy, Harry Tornado, also known as Josh. We are coming at you today, like Drew said, with episode two of the Triple Thrift Podcast. We are pumped. Guys, the first episode did really, really well. We got a ton of positive feedback from you guys. We definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to, to listen to it and give us your feedback. And, and, and again, we're just so excited to see where this podcast can go in the future. Absolutely. I, I can't say that like as far as starting something new uh, since I've been a reseller, like I've been making YouTube videos and stuff, but I haven't really ventured out to do anything else new that has really been this exciting for me as doing a podcast. And the fact that people are actually like consuming the content and leaving feedback saying like, Hey, I really liked this, or I love how you guys did this together. And, you know, we're talking about these categories and these topics. It's just, I'm so excited. I'm mm-hmm. so pumped. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you too, man. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a ton of people that are just hungry for reselling content. I, I remember when I first started reselling, I was just so excited about it. I excited about the possibility of like, just at the time starting out, I was like, dude, I can make an extra two, three, 400, 500 bucks a month just flipping stuff from thrift stores. And I was obsessed with it. I was watching every YouTube channel I could come across. I was listening to podcasts and, and, and doing all that. And I just couldn't get enough. And, and I think a lot of people go through that. I don't want to call it a phase because I'm still I still do it. You know, I don't watch <laughs> as much content as I did before I was creating my own content. But um, once you're interested in the reselling niche, you just scour the Internet looking for more content. So there's you know other podcasts that kind of inspired us. Um, I list, like I was said last episode, um, Scavenger Life podcast is really good. Of course, John and Lonnie have their their podcast, Guys Without Jobs. is really good. Um, uh, my friend, uh, Denali, I think it's, I don't know if it's Denali or Denali, but she has a podcast called, um, flip the script podcast. Uh, I think she does mostly Poshmark sales, but, uh, there's, there's a few d- different podcasts out there, but, uh, there's always room for more. I think, you know, as long as the, the desire and need is there for, you know, pe- for more reselling content in any form, it's, it's all fair game for sure. Yeah, guys, like the feedback that I've been getting and I have a smaller channel, you know, even on YouTube and on Instagram, but I've had like at least 10 to 15 people reach out to me saying, wow, like this is new and we love it. Like literally everybody's saying that they love this podcast and I can't wait to take it another step further with you guys. And I have literally goosebumps just thinking about like what we're going to do next. Like um, I just can't wait to keep talking with you guys and a lot of people are really really enjoying this so um, I, I am too so so what are I'm we going to talk about what are we what are we going to talk about today guys well we can we can start with doing our um our like weekly recap that we had said that we were going to do in our last podcast we can just kind of share what's going on how sales have been um any recent highlights or something like that um but i just wanted to say one thing real quick that i'm just like it's really humbling for me uh, as a reseller and I guess you could say content creator that people are just like really, like Joey said, really just enjoying the content. Um, I mean, that means more to me than anybody super chatting me on a YouTube video or PayPaling me money or paying me for, you know, anything like that, which I don't ask for money or anything like that. Or, you know, even getting paid from YouTube videos, like the words of affirmation that people give me is just like the worth more than any any money someone could pay me so i just want to say thank you i really appreciate it and i think we all do i speak for all three of us when i say that of course but um yeah josh why don't we start with you this this week and uh you can just tell us you know what's been going on in the last week i know you have you've had a couple new youtube videos come out and uh some pretty decent stuff going on so yeah, uh, uh, this week was definitely pretty good. Um, you know, with reselling, it's it's kind of like a sales job. I've always compared it to that. Like, you're not guaranteed an income, but as long as you put in the work and you know you grind it out week in and week out, you're going to have some pretty consistent income. Um, uh, yeah, YouTube's been going pretty well. I had some controversial topics, and I think it was last week that with my Pokemon cards that I found at Goodwill. Uh, I'm not going to get into all that because I've already talked about it in a video and a live stream. Um, 
but uh, that was that was interesting for sure. We found a bunch of Pokemon cards. I auctioned them off and I donated all the money to charity. That was but awesome. I guess as as karma for me, the way I got the Pokemon cards, like five of the people that won them haven't even paid yet. So, <laughs> but I already donated all the money. I was like, I'll just donate the money, and you guys can just pay me later. And like three people, I think eight people bought cards, and only three of them actually paid. Uh, wow. So whatever i guess that was a it was a highlight i guess because we donated a lot of money to um to a, an orphanage that is near to my heart um but it was yeah, also really cool. kind of annoying that people don't pay for auctions yeah that was um, awesome but, uh, i was i was in that live for you know however it was like an hour and a half or something like that and it was just cool to see like you do that i think that's really really awesome and it's something that you know like you said, you, you, you take it to your heart and that's, that's amazing. A lot of people, you know, wouldn't do that kind of stuff. And it's pretty cool that you did that. So I, I appreciate that as a viewer, as a friend, you know, as a best friend. <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah. I, I love giving stuff away. I, ever since I started my YouTube channel, like anytime I've done giveaways for like a thousand subscribers or 10,000 or whatever, uh, it, it's, it's fun. It's I really enjoy the philanthropy that comes behind it. Um, I think, yeah, my, I think that's really important just for, you know, us as resellers, but content creators also like one of my biggest things for me, like my heart is to give back to the community. Like I want, I know Dante from prison to profit has kind of already said he wants to be like the black Mr. Beast basically, you know, mm -hmm. um, but which I think is awesome, but like doing stuff like what Jimmy does, Mr. Beast, you know, just giving away, you know, Tesla's and, you know, doing, giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and fun little like game competition stuff is just like, I want to kind of do that for the reselling community just to give back. Like even like Joey and I, when I've been a part of his like live listings on Monday nights, um, you can check those out on his YouTube channel on Monday nights. I believe it's at nine o'clock Eastern Standard yeah, Time. Yeah. 9 PM or nine Eastern. Yeah. Um, we started, well, when I've been a part of them, Joey does it now, but like we always do, you know, put emoji in the, in the chat and then we'll randomly pick someone and buy something from their eBay store. Yeah. I do and, that every um, week. I do that every yeah. week. I love doing that. It's awesome. And just, just giving back to the community in that way is just so much fun. It just makes someone's day when they get a cha-ching on their eBay store that, you know, they weren't expecting, or they may have had a slow day in sales and even a 10 or 15 or $20 sale, like means the world to them, especially when it's somebody that they're like watching and kind of looking up to, um, cause mm -hmm. they're consuming your content. So in some way, they like, you know, what you're doing and, and they, they, you know, um, they value your, your content and your, your, your personality. So, um, but anyway, not to get too far off topic there, Joey, what do you got going on this week? What, how's it been so, going? So, you know, um, I'm a full-time mailman and it's been absolutely crazy at the post office with this political stuff. You know, I don't really want to talk about political. I'm sure we, we don't as well, but, um, it's just, you know, the race is going on right now and, um, and um, basically, it's been crazy, like off the wall, a bunch of political mail. And I, I have videos to like to edit and stuff. And I just haven't had time. Like I come home and I just lay down and I go to bed. Um, and it's like not what I want to do. Like I want to edit my videos and I want to like list more stuff. And like that's why Mondays are really motivational for me um, to list every Monday night and, you know, get some listings out. Um, but this week has hit me hard. <laughs> um, I've only had like probably maybe 10 sales. Um, uh, my big, my biggest sale probably was my free vans that I just got probably about two months ago. Um, like every Thursday night, uh, we have recycling and I will go out and get like all the boxes, like, you know, like small boxes for hats. Cause I sell a lot of hats. Um, but like I, I find those small boxes, but I also found a pair of shoes and I found these like old school vans, like skateboarding shoes, size 13. And I got them for free and I sold them from $33.99. I was so excited because, you know, you get it for free and you sell it. Like, that's awesome, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and then like the buyer, he said, um, please ship in an unmarked box with no eBay logo tape. Um, do you think that was maybe a drop shipper? Like, but like their shoes, like I've never heard of shoes, like being like in like a drop shipped item, you know? So, yeah. And they were used too, right? Yeah. They're used. They're not even brand new. So like, I don't get yeah, it. That's weird. <laughs> so, huh. yeah, I think people have like all sorts of weird, like maybe someone was buying them for somebody else, maybe not a drop shipper, but like a friend or something, but they didn't want them to know it's coming on eBay. You know what I mean? But they were right. I don't know, but yeah, that's, 
that's interesting. I've never seen that for shoes. Yeah, it was kind of. I was like, I was like, I'm not. Uh, is this a VHS player? Like, <laughs> like I didn't know. Like I was like, wait a second, because I've had those before. I'm sure we all have. Um, but I was like, these are shoes. Like I've never seen that before. So kind of like I was like, wait, what? Because I have. I just got eBay tape too, and I was like, I can't use it. Like what? <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah, getting right. stuff. For- Guess it's my turn. Yeah, go for it. So this week's been uh, pretty interesting for me, including today, which today is Saturday, October 24th, 2020. Um, I forgot to mention that at the intro, so my apologies there. Uh, <laughs> but um, at the beginning of the week, I had a pretty crazy video game haul um, on Facebook Marketplace. I basically went to go pick up a Nintendo 64 and ended up coming home with a whole tote full of video games. I got a Wii with a bunch of games, a Nintendo DS with over 30 games, actually a 3DS, a GameCube, a Nintendo 64, and um, a couple other things as well. It was just crazy. But you just uh, were originally getting, you know, one specific thing, right? The Nintendo 64, right? Right. I originally responded to the Facebook Marketplace post. She had it listed for 50, and I messaged her within eight minutes of her posting it and offered her 70. And I was actually on my way to church at the time when I saw it on Sunday. So I told her I'd pay 70 and I would Venmo her right away for her to hold it. And like during church, she's blowing up my phone going, someone offered me a hundred, someone offered me 150. I don't know what's going on. And like people were literally telling her to send my money back and they'll come pay twice as much. And I don't know, maybe, maybe God was just blessing me because I was at church or the lady was in a good mood. I don't know, but um, she said she was going to hold it for me. I already paid her. She just didn't want to have to deal with all the return and then someone else and possibly getting scammed or anything like that. So, so, so this was just for an N64, just yeah. for the Nintendo 64, but that's, that's how crazy, fast video games go on Facebook marketplace. And people just I have no idea of the value though. I mean, you can get an N64 on eBay for like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was a Nintendo with two controllers and like eight games. Um, Okay. And there were a couple good games in there and I've sold some of them already. So, uh, but it was just a, it was just a good deal at 50 bucks. And, but I think that yeah. there's like collectors and stuff out there too. Um, and then it's also kind of like you have your different levels of resellers, which I won't get into, but some people will pay up because they know they can flip it in 24 hours and make 40 bucks or something, but still 150. I told her that guy might've been a scammer anyway. So she told me she was comfortable with a 70. I show up and there's a GameCube on the floor you know, in the garage when I go to grab the Nintendo uh, or the N64 and I asked her if it's for sale. We got into a conversation. She's moving. She has a bunch of video games, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she didn't want to pull them all out because they were in moving boxes. And I was kind of like my blood was pumping because I knew she had a ton of stuff from the way she was describing it. And the N64 was like clean. She said it was in her, in her closet for the last eight years and it had never come out. So, <laughs> um, but uh, so I was trying to like slightly pry and say like, Hey, if you'll let me look at the box, like I'll help you, <laughs> you know, move it out of the way or whatever. And she did, really didn't want to. And then she kind of just said, Hey, I've got, I've got one box that has some stuff in it. We'll go through that. And luckily it had most of the video game stuff. And then she just kept telling her daughter, Hey, go get the other box, go get the other box. And I ended up just coming home with a really awesome video game haul. And it was just a, a really good day. That was on Sunday. So like literally the day before last week's podcast came out. So I guess you could say from week to week today on Saturday. Um, and then I just had some really good sales this week. Um, yesterday was a little slow, but the day before was like a really good day. It was like $650 in gross sales. Um, and I was talking to Joey on the phone about it the other day. It was just a really good day kind of randomly happened. Um, normally my gross sales aren't that high per day. So anyway, I'm just really thankful to be a reseller and, and work for myself and just have the freedom to to do this and to chat with you guys and stuff. Um, and then today I just posted on my Instagram. Like I said, it's the 24th. It's a Saturday. I had an epic flea market and garage sale haul today with a bunch more video games and vintage clothing and shoes and all sorts of electronics and DVD combo units. I'm just like so pumped. <laughs> I, I, just, I love this so much. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, you showed us a few pictures, like 25% of what you picked up today. And it's, it's definitely definitely a good haul for sure you gotta love when when stuff like that happens yeah it was just the right place the right time you know type of deal i'm like i said i'm just blessed i'm just thankful 
I was at the flea. I was out at eight o'clock this morning and I didn't get home till three o'clock. So like, I mean, it does take work guys. It's, I'm not just saying like I walked up to the flea market and got a bunch of stuff. Like I was digging through people's piles of stuff on the ground, you know, at the flea market, some people have stuff on tables and some people have stuff just on the ground, you know, and I literally have Ikea bags. I keep them on my shoulder and I filled up five Ikea bags at the flea market today. So every time I filled it up, you know, I've got 30, 40 pounds of whatever shoes, electronics, DVD players in my bag. So I had to keep walking back to the car and emptying it. So, you know, but that's what it takes, man. That's what it, that's, that's the, the grind, the hustle, the whatever you want to call it. But I love every second of it. It's so funny. You said that's what it takes because that's what we decided to name this episode, what it takes. And what we want to talk about a little bit for, for our main topic of today's episode is what it takes to be a full-time reseller. Uh, I think a lot of people out there get into it and do it part-time and that's totally fine. You can really do, you can do this on so many different levels. If you want to make an extra 50 bucks a month to pay your water bill, easy. If you want to make six figures, not quite as easy, but you know, it, it, the system is there. The system is easy. It just takes, you know, time and patience and just get it good at it over the course of time. Um, so Drew and I are both full-time. Joey is part-time, but you know, really solid part-time for the amount of times he's been doing it. Uh, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about being a full-time reseller, like what, what we've learned, making the, making the switch from part-time to full-time, what we've, uh, the mistakes that we've made and what we think is important to keep in mind. If you are somebody who's listening to this podcast, who wants to make that transition from part-time to full-time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Drew, I guess, I guess kind of give us like a, uh, well, let's start with Joey. So Joey, like I said, you're not full-time yet, but what are some things that you that you're doing in your business right now that you that you think you would have trouble with if you tried to switch to to full time? I guess. Um, so what I think that I would have trouble with is um, basically, I really don't. I honestly don't think I'll I'll be in trouble. Honestly, I think the what I'm in trouble in right now is being a part time reseller is, you know, I'm not organized right now. I, I, I'm, I'm not really keeping a good bookkeeping, but I actually just got help from Drew. He just sent me um, this link where it like kind of helps you out and does like everything. It's like really, really cool. Um, but I really haven't been keeping my bookkeeping. Um, I really need to get organized. Like I literally have stuff in my spare bedroom. Like I know where it is, but you know, it's just not in bins. Like I kind of want to do it like how you have it, Josh. And like even Drew, um, he's doing it like like in a sequential order, like either A, B, C, whatever it is. Um, I just, I'm not in that state yet. I kind of, it was kind of like something I was doing for fun. And then it like turned into something where like, this could be like a full-time thing, but I'm doing it kind of like a full-time, like everything right now. And um, it's kind of, it's really difficult to just to like do everything and like make YouTube videos. It's like, I'm going non, nonstop. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, my biggest thing right now is being organized. Like I really want to get into um, making sure that I am, you know, you know, my profits are, I always have profit on everything that I buy and sell because I'm very picky of what I buy. Um, But, you know, I really want to keep that bookkeeping where, you know, at the end of the year I have to pay taxes and I have the money saved up. I just don't know how much it's going to be, you know? So I really need to like focus on that. And if I, if I ever go full time, you know, once in a blue moon, hopefully soon. Um, but you know, I really want to be organized and like have everything in bins and just keep it like that. Like, don't like, isn't that like the goal, you know, that's what I want, you know, everyone to do. Um, even if you're doing it part time is even just to get, even if you only have like 150 items, you know, have three bins, put, you know, 50 things in it or whatever, how big or small, um, you know, that's, that's my goal right now. Um, once that is in set and like in place, you know, I feel like I can, I mean, I'm a very, like, it might not be like I'm a very organized person if you came to my house right now, but if I had this full time, like literally I'd be blowing it off the wall. Like I, once I do something, I don't stop. And it just, I, I have that motivation to keep it rocking and rolling. So, um, I just can't wait till it comes to that day. Like, I have a plan where like I say 30, but I'm 23 years old right now. Um, I say 30, um, you know, if the YouTube's going really, really well and my eBay sales are just, you know, going amazing, you know, I definitely want to transition. You know, you only live once 
and you know i have what it takes you know to to do it and you know i i have a great business and i just can't wait to grow it you know so so yeah yeah that's great i think that i think that you made some really solid points there and i think that that is a very um big thing that people have to understand is you know when it comes to the difference between part-time and full-time reselling um a lot of people you know i guess you could say for lack of better terms because i'm not good with like diction is you know a lot of people say they have it but then when it comes time to actually like put your feet down you know get dirty and get to work and stuff it takes a lot of you know effort and um hard work and motivation and i think that you know that kind of dovetails what joey was saying kind of dovetails into you know for me one of the biggest things that a lot of people struggle with when they make the transition from part-time to full-time is the loneliness of being a full-time reseller is you know unless you are consistently staying connected like for example joey and i talk at this point almost on a daily basis you know what i mean and we keep each other you know motivated josh goes to bed super early so you know joey and i usually talk late at night but um you know just having that companionship those friendships even doing this podcast with you know the three of us and you know making friends and stuff has really helped me but you know if you don't stay like active in the reselling community on instagram or facebook or youtube or you have a friend or family member that does it with you and enjoys it it can be very lonely um and a lot of people get burnt out from it because you are in an office or in your room you know constantly taking pictures constantly doing listings and shipping and packing stuff and organizing it like joey said you know organizing and things like that you know especially like for me i work for i work all by myself i do everything by myself at this point um and i'd like to get to a point where i can hire some help listing and stuff um but it it takes it takes you know a a i guess you could say like a motivation past you know just a mental like belief in yourself because you can anybody can believe that they can do anything but when it comes actually time you know when push comes to shove you know, like when I, like I said in the first episode, you know, I lost my job and then I basically jumped into reselling 110% and never looked back. You know, a, a lot of people need that, you know, that paycheck in their life to know that their rent is going to get paid. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, but what it takes to be, I would say one of the biggest things for me that it, to tell you, anybody out there listening is it takes a lot of faith and a lot of trust in yourself. Um, to believe that, you know, you can go from literally having no income to making enough money to pay your bills, provide for your family, put food on the table, make your car payment, you know, whatever it is, pay off your debt, you know, whatever it is for you in whatever situation you're in, kind of like Josh said, you know, whether you're part-time or full-time, you know, but to go full-time, it is, you know, a very risky thing that a lot of people, you know, need to, um, get to a point where you can trust yourself again i know i refer to you guys a lot but it's because i just enjoy hanging out with you guys but like joey said you only live once like i think that that statement is so I that drake that said that yes well, I, love drake. Drake. <laughs> I love drake i love drake <laughs> um, you know it, it it's like it's like drake said i know when that reselling line bling right mm -hmm. <laughs> no that, that wrong anyway <laughs> that was perfect um, it's just, you know, it, it takes the, the YOLO, you got to switch your mentality completely from what if I don't make enough money? What if this, what if that To I have no choice. I have to do this. And when you, when you make that mental shift from part-time to full-time or from not doing it to going straight full-time, kind of like what I did, you know, you, you become like the the who is it who's that like trainer guy that's like always yelling i can't think of it but like a military sergeant you right. become your own military sergeant that's yelling at you going come on 10 more push-ups you got this let's like, go yeah like you just start pushing yourself and when you have slow sales days like you get in there and you say okay i'm gonna send offers to watchers i'm gonna edit listings i'm gonna revise listings i'm gonna end and sell similar you know instead of just watching YouTube videos of how other people are having good sales. Like you got to get in there and you got to get in the trenches and you got to get back, get down to work. And 
but but still keep our YouTube videos playing in the background just for the <laughs> algorithm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Comment, like, and subscribe. All at the same but, time. But, you know, it just, I, I think that it's very important for people to know that, you know, the Instagram pictures, the eBay sales total numbers, you know, when other, I don't share my numbers as much as some other people just because I do sell on multiple platforms. So just showing my eBay number will literally mean nothing to anybody out there. But I like to show people like, if you go to my Instagram, it's a whole variety of stuff when it comes to reselling. Some stuff that people can learn from, some stuff that's just motivational, some sales, some YouTube thumbnails, like all of it. Because I think that full transparency as a reseller is what's going to help other people. And, you know, that's what I try to do, you know, with my life, you know, just in general, but as, as a reseller and as a content creator. So, you know, I'm trying really hard to hopefully motivate people. And, and again, that's my end goal is to just really challenge people to be the best that they can be and to know that if I can do it, you know, some guy who basically only has a, a, a associate's degree from college and I barely even passed, you know, I... I focused more on sports than I did academics in high school. You know, I never really was, I guess you could say a brainy type person, no degree, like in anything special, no special talents. Like I can't play guitar or anything like that, you know, and to just make it, I guess you could say like, I'm living my best life and I'm happy, you know, I'm happier than I've ever been like with any other job or company that I've worked for, you know, reselling used stuff online. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's the beauty of working for yourself, man. You can, you know, be your own boss and, and everybody wants to be their own boss. Everybody likes that idea, but not everyone has the capability to, to do it because if you're a terrible employee and like, if you find yourself at your, at your job, uh, you know, constantly having to, you know, get caught, you know, doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing or not doing your work, then you might not be a good employee unless you're doing something you're really passionate about. Um, you know, I, I, I think I was a decent employee, but obviously, you know, you know, we worked um, at my old insurance job. I got laid off from. We were Monday through Friday, eight a.m. to five p.m. And it was it wasn't a bad job. I didn't hate it. You know, I was I felt like I was good at it. I I did a, a decent job. But around four thirty every day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to uh, clock out mentally for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> but when you work for yourself, you really have to be on it. You you have. I mean, it's okay to take a break and. You know, I'll take a, a 30 minute break after I upload a YouTube video while it's processing and go play some Mario golf or something like that. But you have to, to be, to be your own boss. You have to be a good boss to yourself. You can't let yourself slip up and, and, and fail at this, especially if you your family's on the line, you know, you've got to, um, you know, just stick, stick to it. You've got to get that stuff listed. You've got to go out and source. You've got to, to, to constantly be learning and growing and keeping yourself accountable. Like you said, it's, it's a very lonely business. One of the things I do miss about working in a, in a corporate setting is the people you get to come in every day. And we had uh, six or seven people in our department that I was really close with. We would have conversations on every Monday morning. It's like, Oh, how was your weekend? Oh, that's crazy. I did this. You did that. That's, that's cool. And when you're a full-time reseller working by yourself, you don't get that. My wife leaves work every day at six 30 and then she doesn't get home until like four so it's just me and the dog for the for the whole day and youtube helps a little bit you know if i'm really lonely i can go jump on a youtube live video or or something and and that helps a little bit but it's it's a very lonely job so you have to be prepared for that going into it um joey you were talking earlier about the organization i think that is super important it's really important to have systems in place that make it easy to scale i think that's something that as a part-time reseller you can really spend a lot of time on and fine tune your systems, like get a bin system, you know, starting with A, B, C, whatever. And that way, you know, when you run out of room, you can make a D bin and then an E bin and F and all that stuff. Right. And it's something that's easy to scale. Like mm -hmm. you don't want to just, you know, start reselling and you make a thousand bucks and you're like, all right, I'm gonna quit my job because <laughs> you don't have, a, you don't have a bin system. You don't have shelves. You don't have, you don't know how to use the custom SKU feature on, on eBay. Right. You, you've got to figure all this stuff out and make it easy for you, for, for yourself. One time I did a, a live stream with Bonafide Hustler, and one of the things I mentioned in that live stream is that with your inventory storage system, I think it, again, this is one of those things where I'm like, do as I say, not as I do, because if you've seen my last YouTube video, my my inventory system is not the best, but I, I generally have a really good idea of where everything is. But uh, ideally, you'd want somebody, if somebody like, so if Drew 
has a perfect eBay inventory system. I should be able to go to Drew's house and pull up what sold for him on eBay, on his eBay account. And based off the custom SKU information that he input, I should be able to look at his inventory system and pull in his orders for him without ever having to be trained. Right. Like for, for my sales, Joey or Drew could come to my house and they can look and say custom SKU E, it just says E-bin, you know? So they look and see the big blue box with the letter E on it and then they go look for that item. It shouldn't be that complicated. You shouldn't, you don't want to make your systems overly complicated and and hard to teach other people because if you want to scale one day and hire an employee or hire a part-time helper or anything like that, you don't want to spend the first month trying to explain your convoluted inventory system for them. And then they get overwhelmed and then they quit and then you got to hire somebody else to do it. You want to make sure your processes are in line, make sure there's something that's easily scalable, easily explainable, and, and something that's going to make it easy for you to operate your business. Mm -hmm. um, being a full-time reseller, it's, it's fun. Like I said, everyone wants to be their own boss, but it's lonely. You have to be organized. You have to, um, you just have to, as much of a dream job as this is, like it's, it's still a, a job. Work. That's the point. It's, it's a, lot it of work. a lot of work. It's rewarding. It's very rewarding, but it's a lot of work. Um, and I think that, you know, like Josh, your last video, I left a comment on it. I was actually watching it last night at like almost two in the morning while I was doing some listings. Um, but your last video is honestly probably one of my favorite videos that I've seen you put out because you went through so much stuff and it was almost like a daily, you know, a day in the life of a full-time Josh, you know what I mean, type video. And mm -hmm. you did some sourcing, you did some meeting up on Facebook marketplace, you made some money, you found some stuff, you took it home, you organized your garage, then you listed it, then you sold something else on Facebook marketplace that you bought that day, you know, and it's like, I, I was like screaming inside my head, let's go, because I was so happy that you went home and listed it. And then you shared that on your, on your video. And I was like, dude, I know he's going to sell some of this stuff. I'm so happy that he's buying it and going home and listing it. Cause that's like, if anybody knows me, like one of my, I guess you could say hashtags that I like to use is like team no death pile. So like I buy a lot of stuff, but I stay up late and I list it. Like I, I, like I said, or like what Josh said, like, I just put in the work, you know what I mean? And, um, because <laughs> that's what it takes again, that's why we titled this, you know, episode, what it takes, because it literally is what it takes, but what you, that's just, you don't see that a lot on the reseller channels because there's a couple reasons. I think the first one is nobody wants to sit and watch you list stuff unless it's like a live listing, like on Joey's channel, when other people can get motivated to do listings, but nobody's going to sit and watch you for 30 minutes, do listings. But when somebody can see a time lapse of you listing, you know, 10 items in a time lapse of 18 seconds, and then you come pop in and say, Hey, I just listed all this stuff. And what do you know? I already sold something like mm -hmm. that is motivating to somebody to know like, wow, I really got to list my death pile, you yeah. know? And, um, I think it's just super important, but yeah, man, that video was one of my favorites. I was just like internally jumping for joy because it was just such <laughs> a, a, a well-rounded video and it gave viewers like an actual you know um bird's eye view i don't know if is the right word but maybe that's what i'm looking for you know into what it takes to be a full-time reseller like you drove and you met someone on facebook marketplace you know i don't want to go back into all that you get the point but yeah like, you yeah. did so much stuff that day and you accomplished so much and i think that that is really like the term to describe what that video is about is you accomplished so much and in, in, in accomplishing all of that, you can literally like sit back and relax and, you know, eat dinner with your wife and, you know, play Mario golf at the end of the night because you got everything listed and you made money. Yeah, I did. That's, that's the best part about like having a really productive day. You just get to experience the relaxation at the end of the day, totally guilt-free. Like if I just kind of slug around all day and list two or three things and go to a couple thrift stores and you know, watch YouTube videos. And at the end of the day, I don't feel accomplished. I don't feel good. Like I said in the video, I don't feel good about the amount of work I do in that day. But that day in the video, I was like, I know I'm going to be able to go home tonight and just feel totally accomplished. And I, I have had that feeling in the past working at my corporate job. You know, if I go in and there's 40 policies to underwrite, my boss is like, get 20 of them done today. And I do like 35 or something. I'm like, all right, I feel good. My boss is happy. But I still made the same amount of money, you know, but when you work for your work for yourself in an eBay business, the more stuff you list, typically the more money you make, the more 
you know, if you're willing to drive to meet people in Facebook Marketplace, you can make more sales. Like I've, I've done that many times. People that are kind of on the fence about something that they're like, oh, I don't know if I need it. I'm like, hey, I'll bring it to you right now. I'll be at your house in 15 minutes if you pay me, like if you if you take this. And they're like, okay, you know, you've got to be willing to, to do the work, you know, just because, you know, I have a, a successful YouTube channel doesn't mean that I don't spend time sweeping my own garage and driving 25 miles to do Facebook Marketplace meetups. Um, you know, you, you still, I mean, you can outsource stuff like that if you want, but um, for me personally, I still get in there, do the dirty work that has to be done. Not every day, <laughs> to be honest, because that, that's part of the struggles of being, being my own boss. I'm not super into the whole organization thing. It's just not my my strong suit in, in business. So that's something I need to, every couple of weeks, just take some time and just reorganize things. I just clean my my office that I'm sitting in right now. I use it for shipping and we had some uh, a pretty heavy shipping day this week and it's just been kind of wrecked since then. So yesterday I took like 30 minutes and just cleared it out and just vacuumed the rug and got everything nice and neat. And it just makes it so much easier to be productive. So if you've got a dirty workspace or if you've got, if you're just feeling sluggish in your business and you're not making sales and you don't feel productive, just get everything cleaned, get everything organized, just refresh, make it refresh everything. Yeah refresh, make it easy to work. If you have to step over stuff and like, like in my garage, if you guys watched my last video, my garage was just completely cluttered with stuff. I'm like, you can't work in it in a, in a situation like that. Just yeah. clear it out, make it easy to work. So it's easier to work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Like jumping on top of that, you know, uh, topic there, you know, I, I watch everything you do, Josh, and you know, on your, on your live with your premiere of your video, you said also in the, you know, in the chat, you said, you know, you felt so good that you you came home with those items and you listed them all, you know, and that's such a great feeling to know that, you know, you've got all those great items that, you know, is going to sell on eBay, but you bring it home and you list like one thing that sells, you know, for $50 and the other ones are like 20, 25 and stuff like that. But you felt so good to come home and list all those items. That's such a good feeling. Like it, it, it gives you the chills sometimes like you know, I listed all those items, you know, I feel so good. Now I can like relax, hang out with my family, do whatever I have to do and feel accomplished that, Hey, I, I listed all those 10 items and I feel so good that I did that. Um, Dude, at literally 10 seconds ago, I just sold that pot that I listed in that video. Let's go, dude. Let's go. I got it. Salvation Army 599 and it sold for 40 bucks free shipping. It's probably gonna cost like 10 or 12 bucks to ship out. Not a ton of money, but normally last week I would have thrown that pot in my death pile and it would still be sitting there right now. 40, right. you know, 40 bucks in, in gross sales just sitting there on that table. I've probably got a thousand dollars or more of stuff sitting on my death pile table that, that I, I just have no motivation to list. <laughs> like what I learned something being a full-time reseller that when you find a good deal and you're like, okay, this is so much profit. I'm super excited to get this listed. That is going to be the most excited about listing that item you're ever going to be. Right. Yep. The quicker you list, the easier it's going to be. Once it sits in your death pile for one day, it's going to be less exciting to list. And then if it sits in your death pile for a week or a month, it's, I mean, I have items that have been sitting in my death pile for a year and they're just like big, bulky. I just, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to freaking list that. But sometimes I'll go and list it and it'll sell the same day. You know, it's, I don't understand. Like, I know the process. I know that it, if, if you list it, it will sell generally speaking. And I still don't. So that's, that's just a struggle of being a full-time reseller. I mean, you've got to be able to, to have the, the discipline to just get in there and get it done. As I was saying earlier, it's a dream job. You know, I, I absolutely love what I do. We all love what we do. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there's a single job out there that doesn't have some sucky aspects to it. Like there's people that are living their dream, you know, being a professional golfer or something, but that still takes a lot of work. You know, you've yeah. got to travel all over the country all the time and maybe even like that. But you know, a lot of these guys have families, so they probably don't enjoy being away from their families all the time. There's, there's bad parts to every single job in the world. So just have the discipline, have the mindset to just get over yourself, get it listed and make that money. Absolutely. I think, I think that, you know, when it comes to those topics, like what you're saying, Josh, it's so important for people to know that, you know, when it comes to the discipline side of it, there are, that's one of the reasons why I was saying earlier, like, it's so important to have friends and people you can rely on and stuff because like, there've been times where I called Joey and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm not having a good day, bro. And then he just said some encouraging words to me and was like, Drew, 
you got this, bro. I'm telling you, like, don't worry about this video not getting that many views or don't worry about, you know, that pair of shoes that you bought that you found a tear on them. And so they're not really worth selling anymore or, you know, whatever, because people make mistakes, you know, like you pick up something and then you get home and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that flaw or, or whatever. And like having that to kind of like support you on the back end is one of the best things you can do. It's almost like, you know, if you aren't, you know, much of a social person, you know, cause I kind of need that in my life. It's like one of my love languages is social interaction. Uh, but you know, find like a Tony Robbins, you know, motivational clip on YouTube or like some motivational speaker that just is like playing in the background that just, you know, is telling you, you got this, you're, you know, you're strong, you can do it. You're better than you think you are. You know, you're going to make it through this. You're going to get ahead. Like, you know, just keep playing those things in your head, um, you know, and just believe in yourself there. You, you know, everybody always says it. I know it's kind of cliche, but like you are your own worst enemy. You can literally sit up at night and beat yourself up and go, I'm just going to watch TikTok for three hours instead of listing because I'm just not feeling it, you know, but it's almost like what Josh was saying with refreshing your office or refreshing cleaning, you know, organizing a little bit. It's the same thing for me when I start listing. I mean, I'm I'm pretty abnormal when it comes to that because most people hate the listing aspect and I love it. But um, on days that I don't feel like listing, when you start, it's like a locomotive. Like, you know, it starts slow, you're chugging along, but eventually you get up to speed, you know, and you're just going, 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 going. And next thing you know, you know, you've listed 20, 30, 40 items, you know, and you look at the clock and you're like, whoa, I can't believe it's you know, one or two in the morning, but I did it, you know, and that's the way it works for me. Most of the time is like, I go on like, like listing binges at night where I'll like play something in the background. Like I was watching Josh's video yesterday. And then, um, my friends, Adine and Mel, they just hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, their channel is called hustling hooks. They have a great reselling channel and their husband and wife team. Um, and I was watching their little, it was like an hour long, their, um, subscriber, 1000 subscriber video, like they did a live stream and it was just really cool. Cause they were giving away stuff like we mentioned earlier too. And so I was just playing that in the background while I was listing. And next thing I know the video is over and I had gotten a bunch of stuff listed and I didn't even realize it until I looked at my desk and I was like, Whoa, everything's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a really good feeling. Um, you know, even talking about Josh for a second, um, you know, his, we, you know, me and Drew, we went to his house, you know, not too long ago. And, you know, his his um his office was basically almost into the kitchen. And he felt like, you know, it, it is an office. But, you know, now the walls closed in. He painted the room. He bought a chair. He, you know, redesigned a table like the little side table. Um, and it's just amazing to see, like, you know, he feels a lot better. And I can see that in him even on his YouTube videos. And we're not even there, but I just see it. You know, like Josh is just, you know, it's just so happy and he like wants to put those poster boards up. And it's just so cool to know that, you know, you feel organized and you feel great um, that your office is amazing. You know, you have all your supplies in the in the closet there and, you know, you just you feel good. Um, you know, that's how I want to feel like I feel like, you know, we just me and my girl, we just bought an L shaped desk. Um, to put in, you know, my eBay room. And, you know, I want to set up the room where it's kind of like Josh's, you know, I have, you know, with the cool lights and stuff like Josh and, um, you know, it's just really yeah. cool. It's, it's, it's awesome to know that you have a YouTube room, like that's your studio. Like, um, you, you know, you should be really proud of what you just did because I'm kind of jealous and I want that too. So eventually it's going to happen. Um, Dude, it's, it's, it's so important to have a space that you're, you're proud of a, pl a place that, makes you want to work every day. If you just go into a, a concrete block room with no decorations and a computer with a mindset like, oh, all I need is a computer and, and a and a regular ceiling light and I'll just make my YouTube videos in here. Like you've got to be excited about it. Just spend right. some time, get it clean, get it painted, you know, get a nice chair. Like I love being in my office now. Like I mean they're all I know you're looking around right now and saying, wow, like this happened. Like, I mean, seriously, like the renovation of what happened to that room is amazing. And I'm not even there. Like I, I can see it, you know, through the, the live streams and, you know, off his YouTube videos. It just, I know it's a great feeling because I can't wait to do that to mine, you know? Absolutely. Whatever you have to do to, to make your workspace 
work for you, whether that be, you know, your, my listing station is out in the garage and that's not quite as beautiful out there as it is in the office. Uh, but you know, one, one step at a time, but I think organization is key and, and just getting things how you like it again, being excited, being, being able to wake up every day and be excited to get out there and, and get to work. Uh, it's super important. So if you've got to spend a couple hundred bucks in a weekend, you know, painting and decorating and going to home goods, finding stuff for your office, just do it. Just knock it out. It's all, it's a tax write off anyway, you know? Right. And that's what I also, I just said, you know, I've noticed like listening to all, all of us, we all say, you know, so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure people listen to this podcast, like, gosh, how many times are they going to say, you know, that if you guys are listening to this podcast on the YouTube channel, somebody comment on the video and say how many times we've all said, you know, collectively. <laughs> or me saying like, because I, I just will never stop saying that. I always say like, so. <laughs> we all have our quirks. But, you know, that, you know, rolling off into that, you know, you know, even for Drew, like I want to see, you know, I've told the, him this behind the scenes, but I want everyone to know as well. Like I, I want to see you kind of like upgrade, you know, like your camera and I want you to, you know, do great things because that's part of what Josh is just saying. Like sometimes you need to like, you know, spend a little bit of money and like do it for yourself and just so you feel good. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, that's what I, I see. Like sometimes I, I need to take a step back and say like, what do I really need? You know, um, you know, I have this microphone for, you know, for this podcast, but I know eventually I want to get one like Josh and like, you know, and it's just like, it just sounds great. You know, eventually we're going to get there. You know, it's just, it's that, you know, thinking about what you're going to do in the future and, and try to um, make it happen. And, and, you know, I have what it takes. It's just, I, I work a full-time job and that's basically what we're talking about here is you mm-hmm. know, I'm a part-time reseller, but I want to make it where, you know, eventually I can potentially do this full-time and I cannot wait until that happens when I have the drive to do this, like no one, like nobody else, man. And I I can hear it. Like every time I talk to you, I hear in your voice, how excited you are. And I was the exact same way when I went into my insurance job. Yeah. I I had always say I had three computer monitors at my desk and one monitor, one corner of one monitor was always playing reselling YouTube videos. In, in any video, like I, I was following everybody in the community and anytime a new video popped up, I was watching it. And the whole time I was working in the back of my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, I got this so much stuff to list in my house. And what I, I got an hour lunch break today. I'm going to see what I can find at Salvation Army. And I was watching these guys on YouTube, like Lonnie and John that were full-time resellers. I'm like, gosh, they have literally all they do is resell and make YouTube videos full-time. Like if I had, dream. if I didn't have dream. 45 hours a week to spend at this job, Think of how much, think of how much reselling in YouTube I could do, you know, <laughs> and it's not going to work for everybody. I, I think reselling can now. work for everybody. What was that? I said, and just look at you now. <laughs> just look at me now. You know, it, I'm never going to tell somebody they should you know, up and quit their job. Like, uh, of course you need to have a plan in place. You need to have savings and you live a very frugal lifestyle. Cause it's not as easy as us YouTubers make it out to seem. But when you've got that passion, if, if you're working some job and all you can think about is your side hustle you might want to start working on that. Like all the, instead of like using the side hustle money to pay your bills, just try to live a little bit more frugally and reinvest your money. Like when I first started reselling the first couple of months, I didn't take any money from, for, for profit. I was getting more storage shelves and getting more bins. And I got my new camera I invested. You know, I got the Canon M50 for my YouTube videos and that's like a $550 camera. And you, there's a fine line between like, you know, upgrading your equipment just because it's what everybody else has and you might not need it. Like I've still got the GoPro Hero 7. You know, I've got 65,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. And I, for the most part, I just use a GoPro Hero 7. But there's people out there that are just starting a channel and they're like, oh, I'm going to get the Canon M50 because Josh has it. I'm like, you don't need the Canon M50. Like I, my first 30 YouTube videos I filmed with my cell phone. The last 300 videos I've mainly filmed with a $250 GoPro, you know. I even upgraded to the GoPro nine and then I didn't even like it. So I returned it and bought a new GoPro seven. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it's okay to reinvest into your business. You should reinvest exactly. as, as you're working a full-time job, trying to make that transition, reinvest every penny of profit you can that you don't need to live off of. So when you want to go full-time later on, you have the systems in place to make it easier for yourself, but you don't want to re you don't want to spend all of your business money on, stuff you don't really need, you know, so you've got to, you've got to figure out that balance for yourself. Yeah. One of the things I'm working towards right now is 
I want to be debt free other than my mortgage by the end of the year. And so I'm working really hard for that. Um, this year, like two months. Yes. In the next two months. Awesome. I love it. So I'm like pushing myself. Like, again, if you saw my Instagram post from today, the 24th, you'll see how much stuff I got at the flea market and garage sales. Like I'm just really pushing right now to get stuff, stay up late and list it, make YouTube videos, put in the grind, put in the hustle, because like, I want nothing more than to be debt free so that I can just have no ties to anybody. Like I don't have car payments anymore. We paid off a car this year. We paid off my mattress this year. We had like a fancy Tempur-Pedic mattress because when my wife gave birth, she did it at home. So we wanted one that moved up and down. So we ended up getting a fancy one. Anyway, we paid off that mattress. My car, I paid cash for a couple of years ago. And um, we are paying off the little bit of credit card debt that we have left. And hopefully I'll be debt free other than my mortgage by the end of the year. And I honestly don't even owe that much on my mortgage. Um, so my goal is by the end of 2021 next year to be completely debt free, inc- including my mortgage. But um, like but I want to. Congrats! Mortgage. That's 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 amazing. You don't even understand how great that is. Dude, yeah, to be wanted, you're 30, right? So bad. What? You're 30. Yes. Yeah, dude. To be 30 is your wife younger than you? Um, by two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. To be, it, just imagine being a married. 30 year old couple completely two kids right mm-hmm. yeah completely debt free your house is paid off like that is yeah. awesome that is so cool <laughs> i know so- I, I want it i apologize if you hear my dog in the background he, he's barking at some someone walking in my yard i don't know why they're literally in my yard but <laughs> that's a good dog hopefully, hopefully they walk away but anyway yeah man i just i want it so bad and to to be debt free like I honestly lost my train of thought by what I was saying because I was talking about debt free and there was something to it, um, which I'm sure I'll go back and listen to this myself and be like, don't, I forgot to say that, but it's just good practice, man. We're talking about being a full-time reseller. If 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 you're debt free, like you don't have any debt other than your mortgage and and basic bills, being a full-time reseller, if you want to do that, that makes it so much easier. Like if you can make two, two, two grand a month, 2,500, three grand a month reselling, I think that's pretty doable for most, most part-time full-time resellers. If you really, if you really bust it and that's, that's livable income. If you don't have any debt, you know, if all you got is your electricity and internet, you know, and your cell phone bills and stuff like that, that, you know, no credit card bills, no car payments. That's what kills people. Like some people are like, okay, I want to be a full-time reseller, but I've got a truck payment for $700 a month. My wife's got an SUV payment for $500 a month. We've got two jet skis. we got a boat. we got a lake house. I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't think you're going to make it, bud. <laughs> you, yeah. You've got to make 20 grand a month in profit just to cover your basic living expenses. Yeah. And quick side note, this is just a shameless plug for me. Um, I'm not a sponsor, not sponsored or anything, but if you are struggling with debt and finances and not knowing where to go and you are reselling part-time because you want to pay off debt, I highly, highly recommend getting uh, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University class or course, you can even find it at Goodwill sometimes or garage sales and people are selling it for pennies on what they paid. But I believe it's like $125 for the like the master course. And yeah, I think so. it's, it's, it's amazing for anybody. I mean, one of the reasons I actually started going to garage sales like seven, eight years ago was because it was one of the ways that Dave Ramsey suggested in his course on easy ways to pay off debt was go to garage sales on weekends. If you have a nine to five and buy stuff for a buck and sell it for, uh, you know, 20 and a perfect example is my haul today. I found this vintage Nike air max 97 shirt. Um, it's like just got the air max 97 shoe on it. And then it's got a quote. I paid $2 for it at a garage sale and I posted it on my Instagram story and someone just offered, literally as we're recording this, someone just DM'd me and offered me $55 for it. So that's sweet. I mean, if if that doesn't motivate you out there to know that you can literally find stuff, I mean, it's trash to cash basically is, you know, what people call it. Gary V does that too on his free time, but you can literally buy stuff for do- pennies on the dollar and sell it and make so much of a percentage that the stock market, that Roth IRAs, those kinds of things are good long-term, but if you need to pay off like quick debt or you need to make a car payment or something like you would be surprised the stuff that people sell for absolutely nothing at flea markets and garage sales, not just thrift stores, 
you know, but flea markets and garage sales where people are literally just setting up tables of stuff and they want it gone. And mm -hmm. it just amazes me. And so again, my goal is to, to be debt free other than my mortgage by, by the end of this year. And, um, I, I'll, maybe in the next episode, I'll share the amount, you know, so you guys can hold me accountable, but I want to make sure that my wife is comfortable with me sharing those numbers before mm -hmm. I just blab it out. But I would like to personally share it so people can know like how much work it's going to take for me to pay off the amount of debt that I have. But mm -hmm. I want people to hold me accountable because I want to do it. Like that's yeah. how bad I want it. So maybe, for maybe sure. next episode. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll share mine. So I, I think we should be debt free. I want to say within six months, but it really depends on YouTube because like basically all the money I'm making from YouTube, I'm just kind of rolling towards our debt and taxes. <laughs> There's when you when you're when you start making a good amount of money, it's fun, but you also owe a ton of taxes, which sucks. Um, but depending on how YouTube goes for the last 90 days, it's been pretty consistently. So going into the next six to six to 12 months, we should be completely debt free except for our house. Um, I just brought my new forerunner, which we, uh, did $10,000 down on that. So we financed about 15, 16,000 on that. Um, we owe like 11,000 on my wife's car close to it. Uh, we paid off my wife's student loan a couple months ago. I owe 21,000 on my, my student loans. Um, and like 4,000 on a medical bill. So all of that should be paid off within the next I think six months, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too, <laughs> too excited. So we'll say six to 12 months. Uh, again, it really depends on YouTube, but I, I'm just so excited to be, I'm turning 30 next month and I'm thinking about this time next year, like October, November of 2021, I'll be 30 going on 31. My wife will be 20, 25, 20, 20, 26. And we could possibly be completely debt free except for our house. And if I'm still making the same type of income, I'm super blessed to make now. I, just, I can't imagine like, it's just like Dave Ramsey says, if you live like no one else now, later on, you can live and give like no one else. Like Absolutely. if you, if you pay off your debt and you're still making a significant, significant income and you're still willing to get out there and bust it day in and day out, you'll have enough money to do whatever you want to do. You can go on vacations. You could give generously. You can, you like you can auction off Pokemon cards and, and <laughs> donate a bunch of money to a charity you like. And then if people don't pay for the Pokemon cards, it's not a big deal because yeah, not at all. You, live, you live frugally enough to where it's not, it's, it, you know, I've had times in my life where I was very poor. I actually had to, there was a point at my, probably my lowest point in my life financially. I actually had to go to a Harvest Hope food bank to get food for a week because I had literally no money and no food at all. I had already paid off my rent, paid my car payment, and I paid all my bills because I was so afraid of my credit getting ruined. But then I didn't literally had no food to eat. So I had to, you know, hang my head and go into a food bank and, and get food. And to go from that to being, you know, like I said, possibly next year being totally debt free, making a pretty significant income for a college dropout in South Carolina, I, I just can't imagine the amount of stuff I'll be able to do for my family and for others, giving to others. And you know, it's it making a lot of money is I don't want it to come off as like, I'm going to get a Tesla and blah, blah, blah. Like I might get a Tesla one day, but I'm more excited about the things that I I'll be able to do for other people than what I'll be able to do for myself. And, and it's because you live frugally, you work hard, you live beneath your means. You, you don't spend every dime you make so yeah. many people. I think I, if I don't want to give incorrect statistics, but I'm pretty sure like 80% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, something like that. Like if they miss one single paycheck, it creates a financial crisis in their life. Like in most people, especially younger people like our age, a flat tire like is a financial crisis in their life. Like an 80 to $120 flat tire is stressful. And I never want to go back to a point in my life when something like that causes me stress. Like now if our kitchen floods and we have to pay a thousand dollar deductible for insurance, it's it's an annoyance. I'm like, Oh, that sucks. But it's not a, it's not, I'm not stressed about it's not it. Not a burden. Yep. It's not a burden. It's just something that I'm like, okay, whatever, we'll just pay for it. And that I, I cannot explain to you guys how good that is, like how, how good that makes me feel to, to get rid of so much stress in our lives. When we see that so many marriages fail because of financial troubles and so many, you know, just like gambling behind the back and debt that the other person doesn't know about. And just getting all of that out of the way and not having to worry about it just makes life so much easier. Mm -hmm. That's for sure.
you know, I'm, I'm 23 years old and I just bought my house and I wish I could um, be at the same level or where you guys are at. Um, I'm, I'm basically debt free. Um, the only, Dude, I mean, you got, you got seven years of YouTube ahead of us. <laughs> I know. Right. So like, I, I'm looking at it where you guys are saying, you know, th- you know, seven years. I mean, you know, I, I, unfortunately I have a Tesla and, um, <laughs> Josh said, Oh, I'm not going to buy a Tesla, but one day, hopefully. Dude, I, 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 w- I almost did, man. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you should have, I, I, I won't, I won't hold that against you, but. I'll just wait like five more years until <laughs> like, until they like in five years, I could upgrade my forerunner to like a TRD pro. I've just got the SR five now TRD pro and get a Tesla, you know, just Dude, live know. like no one else now. Like just live beneath your means, save money, get out of debt. And then later on you can do stuff like Dude, that. That's, in life. that's honestly amazing. Um, you know, I, I wish I knew the things that I knew now. Um, but you know, I, I would never go back and, you know, get rid of my Tesla, but you know, you know, that's the one of the payments that I have and my house. I mean, other than that, I'm debt free. I, I, you know, other than bills and and stuff, but you know, that's amazing, dude, Joey, you are killing it, bro. Trust me. There are so many people that would wish they could be in your position. Yeah. 23 year olds have no idea what they're doing. You're, you're so far ahead of the pack, man. Tesla, a 23 year old that bought his own house. A 23-year-old that has a great job and is reselling and is making YouTube videos. Dude, you are you are killing it, bro. I appreciate that. I mean, the grind is is just insane. You know, I, I tell my girl all the time, I'm like, I'm doing this for us. You know, I want to do this and potentially, you know, make this a, a full-time thing and, you know, have a family and be there, you know, for, you know, their baseball games or their ballerina, you know, recitals or anything. Like I want to be there with, you know, with them and hanging out with my family or hanging out with you guys, like being able to do the podcast together. Like, you know, like even like we take a flight to go see Josh or he comes here, we go to Orlando, you know, it's just, it just, it, it will be, a, it, it will come true. You know, I'm not going to say I wish I, you know, I want it to come true and, you know, I, I'm giving myself goosebumps, but you know, it, it, it's telling me like, you know, something's telling me it's going to happen one day and I cannot wait. You know, I have the drive. It's just insane that I'm at this, at this point in my life right now, just being to talk to you guys. Like it, 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 it I can't even talk. Like it, it just, it's so amazing that I could do this with you guys. And the future is just, is just ahead. So bright. <laughs> it's so bright. So, so incredibly bright guys. We are over an hour and I don't want to keep people for too long, but uh, I do want to mention that, that all three of us have YouTube channels that we're talking about, but we haven't really talked about how to find us. So uh, <laughs> my, my name is Josh. I go by Harry Tornado on YouTube or and Instagram. Chances are you probably know all three of us. If you're listening to this podcast, we're only on episode two, but just in case uh, my YouTube channel is Harry Tornado, H-A-I-R-Y Tornado, uh, Instagram at Harry Tornado. Drew, drop your info. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Drew underscore thrifts and flips. And then you can find me on YouTube as Profit Monsters. I have a Profit Monsters Instagram page, but I don't do much with it because my following was just growing so much more rapidly uh, from my Drew Thrifts and Flips page that I wasn't getting a lot of um, organic growth from Profit Monsters. So eventually I'll change it over. But Profit Monsters on YouTube and Drew underscore Thrifts and Flips on Instagram. And then um, I'm Joey, Joey Bada Bing, 22, your local mailman. And, you have to um, type that in when you search. No. Your <laughs> um, all, but, caps. <laughs> all caps and let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm Joey Bada Bing, 22. So it's Joey and then Bada, B-A-D-A, and then B-I-N-G, 22, the number. Um, yeah, I got that nickname um, in fifth grade. Um, I was like, I don't know. 10 years old or something like that. Um, and it's, it's stuck ever since. And, um, it's just Joey Bada being 22 on Instagram and on YouTube. So check us all out. Um, it'll be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. And make sure if you guys are listening to this podcast, let, I don't know. I, I'm so curious to learn where people are listening to it because it is on Spotify already. If you tell your Google or Alexa to, uh, play triple thrift podcast on Spotify, it should work for you guys. So we're still working to get that on, you know, Google podcasts or Apple iTunes or anything like that. Uh, so still working on the distribution, but uh, I'm curious as if you're listening to this, how you're listening to it. So uh, let us know, DM us on Instagram, comment on the YouTube video. Let us know how you guys are listening to this. Um, I, I'm super excited to see where it goes, how, how it, how it keeps going in the future. 
again, we want to do this podcast once a week, every Monday morning, probably around 8 a.m. I think I'll make the next episode live uh, and it'll usually be about an hour, <laughs> depending at this hour and four minutes, almost five minutes so far. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Drew, Joey, thank you guys for recording with me tonight. I definitely appreciate you guys being here. Uh, it was fun. I feel motivated. Uh, but it's Saturday and I think we're going to go grill hot dogs tonight. So I'm probably not going to list anything tonight or tackle my death pile. But first thing Monday morning, I'm going to hop to it. And I challenge everybody listening to this podcast right now, take the motivation that you got from this. Don't let it run out. Get, go get something listed. You're listening to this on Monday. So stop, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing and list five things. What are you doing? Let's go. We got a list every Monday. You guys know it and ship out your items. So. That's right. Let's get to We're going to be your accountability buddies every every Monday. Accountability buddies. <laughs> just just remember, guys, if if the three of us can do it, then you can do it as well. You know, none of us are, you know, we're handed anything on a silver spoon. We weren't given businesses. We all have grown these from the ground up and we all are making sales. We all are working on our YouTube channels. We're all working on this podcast. You know, there's nothing that that we're doing that you can't do. And if you want to start your YouTube just to document the stuff that you find so you can go back and say, oh, I remember when I found that, then do it, you know? Or if you want to share your finds because you want to make videos, go for it. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let the fear of people thinking that, you know, people are going to comment negatively or, you know, whatever, say mean things or something like that. Don't let that stop you. Don't let those things you know, control you. Um, and just, just believe in yourself. I, I don't know any other way to say it than just believe in yourself, and you know, as a closing remark for myself for this episode, you can do it. I believe in you. Josh believes in you. And I know that Joey believes in you. <laughs> There's a doubt in my mind that Joey believes in everybody. Yeah. And you know, just like a little closing statement. Um, that's what it takes guys is just being dedicated, motivated, and anticipated to get things done, you know. You intimidated, know. <laughs> you know. We're gonna intimidate you into listing every single week. <laughs> so you know, just go out there and go get it. You know, I'm I'm doing this full t- as a full time mailman, and literally, I'm taking a full time business at the same time. My mind is reselling, even when I'm a mailman. You know, I'm looking at trash and stuff, and you know, at the end of the curb, and I'm picking it up and I'm selling it, guys. Like it's just, it's insane. Um, you guys can do it. And let's get to it, boy. Let's go. Let's get to it, baby. Let's go. You can do it. Let's get to it. See you guys on the next episode. See ya.